This is Joanna Loman, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Jordan Small, I'm Timothy Lawson. We are here to uh, to talk about soccer, because um, that's what the podcast is for. I'd I'd really re- I'd, if I could I'd I'd like to make this a half caps half spirit podcast, but <laughs> uh, but that's not why the people are here. But I'm sure everybody else is excited uh, in some way. I hope everybody stayed safe if they made it down to the. By the way, the, like OPM, the Office of Personal Management, who like runs the federal government. Um, like awarded administrative leave for anybody who wanted to attend the the parade. That's nuts because like they they're they're not almost they're not even that loose when it comes to like administrative leave for voting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you have to like like you like voting there's only there's only a cer- there's a certain circumstance in which you get administrative leave. But for today, they were like, yeah, if, if you would like administrative leave to attend, I think it was like, I think there was a time limit, though. But if you wanted to attend the, the parade, get with your supervisor and let them know. The rest of us, though, thankfully got the telework because OPM was like, yeah, <laughs> if you don't want to be in D.C., you don't have to. Um, so I, I worked from home today and followed the uh, the parade via, uh, via Twitter. Um, a parade that won't be happening. Uh, in in Washington will be uh, as of the result of the sky blue in in Washington Spirits game uh, from this past weekend. Uh, what we thought was going to be a Spirit victory with some scoring turned into neither. <laughs> and um, I guess you have to give them the benefit of the doubt that they were definitely without a lot of key players. Yeah. Um, but I'm still willing to say I think the spirits are good enough, and I still think they fielded enough talent that uh, I feel like there's. I think we're justified in disappointment that we didn't come away with more than one point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think you know the lineup was weird. I think that obviously you're. <laughs> it's upsetting to not come away with a point at least or with more than a point but um you know the injuries and people going to their national teams and everything this wasn't the worst result um i think the spirit put forth a um much lower quality especially offensively uh starting 11 and sky blue really didn't have a whole lot of pieces that were missing i mean they they had a few but not as much in their attack as the spirit did. And so I think at the end of the day, you know, it's disappointing that they didn't get a goal and they really should have. I mean, when you get a PK, you should score. But um, I think the defensive performance was something to at least be proud of because, I mean, if you're not going to score, you might as well not let the other team score either. Yeah. Uh, seven saves for Aubrey Bledsoe led to a clean sheet. Um I get. I guess the and let me pull up. I just, I just had a tab open and then I uh, and then of course we started talking about hockey and I was trying to pull up. <laughs> so, I was trying to pull up something and the. Um, here's something that I found really interesting, um, and maybe you know, maybe you know or remember more than I do. But there was only one sub. Yeah. For the spirits, and that's uh, Joanna Loman coming in coming in for uh, Tiffany Weimer. Uh, at the very least, I expected to see Ashley Hatch come in. 
Yeah, so Ashley Hatch was actually listed as questionable on the injury report. Okay. So um, I wasn't too surprised to not see her come in. Um, I think, you know, what really surprised me is you got Scarlett Debris in there. You have Maddie Huster. Yeah. And two players that have, well, and Maddie Huster has been in with the team since day one. And, you know, Skylar Debris has been this player that we've heard so much about um, over the past six months now. And, and she was supposed to be coming in and kind of being one of those it players for this team. And, you know, I thought that, hey, a 0-0 game with not a whole lot of implications on the line against a, a lower quality team would be the perfect time to get either of those two um, some minutes and kind of ease them into it. And we didn't see that, and I was I was a little disappointed. Um, obviously, I understand the sub that they did make. Ocho hasn't gone a full ninety in ages, so that didn't surprise me too much. But Toy Houston was listed as questionable as well with a, a groin injury, I believe. So to see her go a full ninety surprised me a bit. And I mean, how cool would it have been? to have a Houston for a Houston sub. Right? Well, that would have been pretty cool, yeah. And for anybody who didn't who didn't uh, who didn't catch the match or weren't paying attention to the lineup, Tori Houston um, started on the front line. Yeah. Uh, front front and center. Uh, with Benini and Weimer um, uh, flanking her. But um, yeah, I guess you know you know you look at the starting lineup and it makes sense based on who was available, but looking at the looking at who was still available and only the one sub. And, you know, normally in those situations, you will expect to see, you expect that to come out of a game where there was good performance out of the, of who's on the field. But with only, with only three shots on goal for the whole, for the whole game. And going back to our conversation where if you're tied up in the 75th, 80th minute, make a sub to try to get that, you know, to get that goal. And, uh, it doesn't seem like that happened. I mean, Joanna Loman came in at the 57th minute. Right, and so they, you know, they went that long without any sort of fresh legs. But it's um, unfortunate. The it's it's unfortunate, and I'm going to reiterate this. Um, and I, I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm sure the the, the, the decision makers are aware. But it's like points are great, but it's almost it's getting to the point where it's worth chasing or trying that three points in. It's better to go for a three or nothing situation than to try to just get one, right? Like yeah. they're they're far enough back in the table where losing, of course, would be bad. Um, you know, one point is better than zero, but trying to get three, I think, is more important than holding on the one um, moving forward, especially as they hit the road for uh, where they got two games coming up. Um, we have Seattle and Orlando at home, and then they go on a uh, on a seven game stretch where six of those games are played on the road. Um, yeah, so Seattle is this weekend, followed by Orlando, and then a three game road trip with Chicago, Orlando, and North Carolina. They come home to play Houston, and they go back on the road to play Seattle, Utah, Houston, and then they're home for a three game road stretch. Our three game home uh, uh, home stretch, and let me tell you, that three game home stretch won't matter at all. Right. If, you know, if they don't if they don't come away with some upsets on the road, 
Um, they can't, you know, there's no more draw. They can't just hope to draw through most of that and then come back and score. I mean, the, the, the field is too far ahead of them at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the, the points that you made was Tori Huster being at center forward. And you look at kind of who was put in the starting 11, and I think the shape is kind of interesting to me just because, you know, you have Benini, who is a great center player, is very creative and can really run at players. And then you also have Andy Sullivan. Um, I think she's more of a defensive player or a more of an offensive player than Tori Huster. I think Tori Huster is probably one of the last midfielders that I would put at center forward. Um, so I just thought that was probably the most interesting move. And like you said, they got to start picking up points because draws are not doing it at this point. And um, I think these next two games are going to be super important because this team has never been good on the road. That's one of their big downfalls. Um, so they need to pick up points at home so that they can go on the road and, and hopefully pick up some good points there. Yeah, and you know we thought this we thought this season could have been the season where that narrative changed as they only felt you know they, they lost one to two in Seattle at the very beginning of the season in a in a performance that seemed like that wasn't bad right like there was right you know Seattle just they won at home they're just the better team but the one two loss seemed okay uh they pull off a draw against Portland like okay maybe this team's really going to turn the corner on the road uh and then they lose two nothing in Utah against the Utah team that had not been in good form leading into that and then a one nothing loss against North Carolina where again it was, it was like okay maybe they're going to turn the corner on this and then they go into Houston and can't make it happen there. They go into Sky Blue, can't get more than one point out of there. Uh, and it's, you know, it, I guess maybe you can make the argument that they look a little better this year on the road, but the, the points still aren't co- are coming to fruition, and that's really what matters. Right. I mean, like you said, that Seattle game was, I think, one of their their best road games in a while. And then you have a game like Utah on the road where they just absolutely were – getting destroyed so they need to be more consistent I think that even at this point if they're not picking up wins or even points as long as they're not getting like blown out they just need to be showing improvement at this point yes um but going back uh we'll go to the silver lining before we go before we talk about other unfortunate news the silver lining is in eighth position with nine points they were only six points out of out of a playoff spot that's you know like you know what i mean like that's not a lot right. you know like that's you know a three to four game stretch and they all of a sudden could be in striking distance again or they could seem like a competitor um but it's i think not only do you not only looking at the table but just looking at the results and in and how they're finishing or lack of finishing the game it seems like it's it's hard to make an argument that they they are a contender um, but I guess, you know, on paper, um, at the very least, and what we know out of this team, what we know the potential is on this team, um, you know, I guess at this point last year, we, I think we all sort of been like, whatever, it's not their season. I still think feel like there's a lot of hope still. I think I think we still feel like they can turn a corner. Um, the, the challenge in turning that corner is that at least until the end of August, they'll be trying to turn that corner without Mallory Pugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds 
like a big hit, and it is. But there's a lot of talent on this team, right? And so I'm, I'm disappointed that, of course, uh, you know, the phenom isn't uh, isn't. We're not going to see her develop more this season, but um, I, I'm still. I don't think that it's as. I don't think they're taking away from the Spirits' chances as much as it may seem on paper. I think I think that there's enough talent on this team, especially with Benini and Ordega taking shots, Hatch in there, the midfield we know has a lot of talent. The defense has been doing their jobs when uh, in in key spots. This team can still turn the corner without her, and I th- I think um, if they manage to not drop any points at home. Uh, we could see a really interesting road uh, um, road trip out of them. Yeah, um, two things. I think the two teams that they're playing at home the next two weeks. Uh, you know, I think that was their two best games. They've or two of their better games they've played this season, uh, both against Orlando and Seattle. And those are two teams that are very um, easy to catch at this point. If you take points against them. Um, I think that's going to be huge, especially with where they are on the table. And then with Mallory Pugh, I think I mentioned this in uh, spirit small talk that I posted yesterday that I think this is the time where we see what Ashley Hatch is really made of. You know, last year she played on a very strong team that had a lot of great people that were able to feed her very well. Um, that allowed her to score so many goals late in the season. Um, Benini is going to have to step up more. I think she's going to start taking a lot more of the free kicks, which is something I've uh, asked for from the Spirit um, so far this season. And we're going to see what Andy Sullivan's really made of. Uh, hasn't had a great start to her rookie year. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure on her. She was the number one draft pick, had played very well for the national team and it was like okay well let's see what she can do for her club and it hasn't been great so far so i think this really allows her to put this team on her back and shine yeah and i I think that's you know i think it's andy sullivan is a great example of how we should be what we should be reminded of with this team it is a team full of talent but it's a team full of young talent and i think you know if you look at if you look at sports in general uh, young talent is exciting, but it doesn't really be. It, you know, and a lot of times, it won't become as effective as we want it to be until it's developed. Um, and so, I think that you know there is leadership on this team. There is there is experience on this team, but um, I you know putting a bunch of good young players on a team is is great. Um, and I know there's a lot of hopes for this season, but I. I think that we may I'm, – I'm, my fingers are crossed that the season that we've been waiting for might be, might be coming in 2019. Yeah. Um, be, after, after the team has a full season together, after the rookie jitters are off, after some of the expectations has maybe uh, melted off a little bit. Um, but that's not to say that this team still doesn't want it and that this team – you know, they're not looking at 2019. They're looking at how they're going to turn around 2018. Um, and I think you're right. Ashley Hatch is going to have her opportunity to shine. In fact, going to the 2-0 win that the Spear had against Orlando, Ashley Hatch had a an assist uh, for to Mallory Pugh and then had her own goal uh, herself. So, uh, Or she scored 
a goal. Like she didn't, it wasn't an own goal, but uh, <laughs> you get what I mean. Yes. Um, so we know that she can perform. We've seen her perform against these teams before. Uh, and I think you're right. I think, uh, if anything, um, this, you know, it's unfortunate P won't be there, but there's no reason to feel like we're not going to get performance out of who's going to take her spot. Uh, I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't, I didn't see any news really. I mean, a Pew's injury announcement, uh, the Spirit are playing tonight, um, Tuesday, right? In Cleveland. Who are they playing again? They're playing China. They're playing China. Yes. Okay. Um, by the way, every person that talks to me about the World Cup, (laughs) they bring up, they bring up, uh, you know, the United States. And my immediate response is, well, if you want to see the United States perform well in the World Cup, just wait till 2019. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop looking to the men's team to be to be the exciting like, and and of course you know there's a few those those there's there's those people that gave me that look like really and I'm like no actually like it's it's actually yes. a way better, it's it's a way better game like it's <laughs> uh, it's way more exciting and uh, yeah the women's the women's team I think is is more exciting to watch uh, right now um, than uh, than the men's team ha- and again yeah, it's been true for a few years but. Um, this week, Seattle. Um, yes. Who 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 are we getting? I know that like Rose Lavelle is with the women's team, um, yes. but the the marketing out of the spirit is talking about her being here at the Plex, coming fresh off an injury. We talked about this on the last one. I feel like this is a lot right away after an injury. So, what I've seen is Rose pretty much just went into camp to be evaluated. Um, and, and play some, you know, practice with them. Uh, it doesn't appear that she didn't play in the first game. Uh, it doesn't appear that she'll play in this game either. I think it was um, kind of just evaluating where she is at at this point. Um, so, you know, Tuesday they're on the east um, eastern half of the country. I don't see that being a huge issue. I think she should be okay if she was to play this weekend. Um, Rebecca Quinn, I know, came back from Canada's camp today. uh, And Ordega played Sunday afternoon. or Yeah, I think it was Sunday afternoon with Nigeria. So she should be back in the U.S. um, probably within the next day or two. Uh, I think that's the biggest question mark on whether she'll be able to play just because that is quite the uh, quite the trip. So um, I think we should see Rose. I think we should see Quinny. Franny should be the, the big question mark heading into this weekend. Yeah. Uh, by the way, North Carolina Courage have 30 points so, so far going into the season. They are 9-0-3, and have not taken an L yet. And they have a plus thirteen goal differential. Oh my god! Uh, the next best team in goal differential uh, are Seattle with five. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm going to continue my joke that they're one game away from clinching a playoff spot. <laughs> um, all right, going in or going, coming home to the Plex. Seattle's visiting. We know it's going to be a tough game. Um, Seattle is in kind of. Um, I don't in like in in mediocre form, really. I mean, their, their last five results: uh, tie, win, loss, tie, win. Um, 
of course, it's you know those are against appropriate uh, teams where that result seemed appropriate, but still um, haven't really found uh, a consistent uh, con- uh, consistent form. Washington, uh, as we know, in a little rougher form, but with with players coming back, coming back to the Plex, um, with it being the unofficial Pride Night um, at the Plex, I feel like that has to give some sort of energy to the 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 to the area or to the uh, to the stadium. I mean, I feel like it's one-one, but I mean, do, do you think? It, do, you, do you see something else coming out of this? I, I see this just being a hard-fought battle, each team getting a goal, and we come away with one point. Uh, I, I like that. I, I kind of want to go with a two-two draw, just because I feel like there's going to be an outburst in scoring. But um, I'm going to go with two to one. The Seattle is going to win. As much as it breaks my heart, I really do think that it's kind of going to be like the last game where the Spirit are just going to be right on the edge of of uh, coming back and getting a point against Seattle, and, and it's just going to slip away. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I don't think anybody listening is disagreeing with you. Um, I think that the one thing that we have seen in sports, and this goes for any sport, is – Oftentimes, when the first game after a key injury, and I know this isn't the first game, but hear me out, the first game after a key injury is usually one where the team with the injury actually overperforms. And uh, we especially see this, see this in football and basketball. And even though, like, the last game technically would have been the first game after Pew's, like, like officially being put on, like, that injury being announced, um, I think that... With the, te- with the players coming back, Hatch getting that opportunity, hopefully um, we might see that response this game against Seattle. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic for a draw. Uh, and I am going to say, I'm going to say if Ashley Hatch gets the start, she gets the goal. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, if Ashley Hatch is not good to go to start, um, I don't know. I don't know who, but I, I'm feeling something from the midfield. Oof. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like we need a Meggie goal. Like yeah. I could just see an MDH just popping one off, like a long distance goal. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, the the best predictor for success in soccer, and in, in um, you know, as far as well as I know the game. The best predictor for success in soccer is shots on goal, right? And you can go into yep. even you can go deeper and do expected goals, but I'm, we're not going to get that deep into it. Um, but shots on goal are one of the better is one of the better predictors for success, and that's a place where the Spirit have struggled with consistency. Um, only three shots on goal against Sky Blue. Again, different uh, different lineup, but still concerning. Um, hopefully, no matter. No matter the results, that is an area that they can improve uh, in their two-game homestand moving forward. Yeah, I mean, can't can't score any goals if you don't get the ball onto the net. That's exactly. uh, I heard that's how the game's played. Thing. It's sports. That's yeah. you know important. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, there is there is a, a result that you're looking for each time you do something, and if you don't do that thing, uh, you don't get the result. Um, 
Jordan, unfortunately, uh, it, it we, what we the what we thought the bad news I announced last week does look like it's going to be a reality oh. uh, that our, yeah that our shirts will not be uh, ready in time for this weekend. It's unfortunate. Um, again, Murphy's Law stepped in and, and uh, made it difficult to make that happen, but um, they will come. They will be delivered. Uh, they will still be available, right? That's what's great. We can, they'll still be available. People can still purchase them. And like I said, the spirits, uh, the good news is that spirit have offered to match donations, not only to the playing for pride for the pride version of the shirt, but also to match donations to spirit squadron, uh, for the classic shirts that are, uh, that are being sold as well. So, um, that's the, that's the positive news. And I guess I know this, I know it's a little bit of ways away. Uh, one of the things that made this, this go around a little tougher is the, the design development took like a week and a half longer than I thought it might. Um, and that's what made the window a little bit, a uh, little bit tighter going into next season. This will already be in place. We can get, we can have, we have a long runway into it. So, um, unfortunate for, uh, for this weekend, but the spirit squadron had their shirts. I'm sure plenty. I know they had success selling those. So, um, at least there'll be some shirts celebrating, uh, uh, our unofficial pride night this, uh, this Saturday. Are you, are you, I, I'll be in Vegas. Are you going to be at the game? Oof, Vegas. Yeah. We don't, we don't know what that city is in, over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I will be in Southern Nevada. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I will be there. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be the first weekend in like a month and a half that it's not supposed to rain. So I will be spending as much time outside as possible. And as I did last time I was in Vegas, like almost exactly one year ago, uh, I will be looking for a sports book that will give me a line on some NWSL games uh, and, and probably be the only person in the city of Las Vegas betting on women's soccer. So, um, And didn't they win the last time that you put a bet on them? They did. In fact, they were grossly underpriced as half-goal underdogs at home against Houston. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, and so, um, yeah. We'll see. I, I don't know how. I don't know if they could be underpriced against. It, they, have to be, they would have to be a full-goal underdog against Seattle, I think. Half-goal is probably not, not enough. But if they were a full-goal underdog against Seattle, I think I would take that. Uh, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, by the way, the Golden Knights – for anybody that's followed the Stanley Cup, the Golden Knights got the true Vegas experience, Jordan. Yeah. They got up early. <laughs> they were ahead early, and then they slowly gave it back to the house. And then in the desperate attempt to get even, they lost it all. Yep. Yep. So the Golden Knights have the the, the best and truest Vegas experience now. Uh, now they can now resonate with the rest of the city. Jordan, we will uh, we'll catch up, I think, next week on this. Uh, hopefully next week we're going to get some player interviews again. Uh, look forward to more Spirit Small Talk. People can, yes. uh, can catch Spirit Small Talk at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Spirit. Any Patreon, any patron on our <laughs> Patreon gets access to your Spirit Small Talk. Uh, we have the, the, the shirt club as well where, where people can we'll get shirts throughout the season. So that's there as well. Uh, Jordan, I look forward to talking to you next week. Yeah, look forward to it.